Ten years ago, on uh, April the 11th, a Dallas Space Company was founded that was, I think at the time, probably clawing an uphill battle. But the fact is, now everybody wants to emulate invitation homes and the success they've had and buying up homes and providing rentals. Dallas Tanner is the co-founder, the CEO, and has been, been uh, is the one that has really crafted this and joined us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hi, David. Good to be here. Thank you for having us. Happy anniversary. Thank you. It's a good day. It's a good day at Invitation Homes. You had a lot of people that you had to win over. I mean, there have been, you know, rental homes for a long time. And a lot of entrepreneurs would own maybe two, three, four, maybe maybe a half dozen homes. But to, to really do this as a corporation, I, nobody had ever done this, had they? No, when we got into the business doing it with scale, really 2009 with some partners before we formed Invitation Homes with Blackstone. 2012, we thought there's 17 million people today. This is in 2012, 17 million people that are renting a single family home. But to your point, it was really done through mom and pop uh, landlords. And we thought, can you recreate a professional experience that looks and feels like it would in some of these big, awesome multifamily companies? And can you do it with single family detached homes spread across communities? And a lot of people didn't think we could do it. Couldn't do it with the efficiencies. There's a lot of people that said, you won't get the margins. You won't get the growth. You won't be able to manage it as efficiently. And we did a great job of proving out that thesis. I think we found out a couple of things about the customer along the way that nobody knew, which was they stay longer. They love a uh, good, consistent service with 24 hour customer care. And they're even likely to adopt other business items or lines in ancillary revenue opportunities for our company. So we can customize that experience for them, make it personal. And I think most importantly, it really is their home. It's our house, but it's their home. Yeah, but, you know, one of the things that I've learned from you, and the more I thought about it, the more I warmed to the idea. One of the beauties of having an apartment is you don't have to do anything. I mean, you know, the right. super comes in and they'll fix the air conditioner if it breaks down or they'll paint or they'll, they'll mow the front yard. But the fact is you can have a single family home and you guys do all that. We was, do the vast majority of everything. Was that always the idea is that you would, you, you would have that you would maintain your own homes. Yeah. It was the, the goal was really to create a worry free experience for the resident. And we want, we're challenging ourselves every day, even to this day. how do we do that better? Um, but we knew the customer would stay a while longer, almost two times as long as an apartment customer. They stay about three years today, three to four years. So, if you've got an audience there in a home, they're making decisions around school districts and transportation corridors versus a multifamily, you might be making decisions around amenities or how close is it to my work. And I think when you're dealing with families, there's an opportunity to you know curate and create a specific experience for folks. And the, the big and here, David, is no down payment. Yeah. You can be down payment light. You can step into this and do this at a much more affordable cost structure than ownership. And you can put that down payment, if you have it, to something else, uh, travel or an investment or something like that. So I think on a risk-adjusted basis for most people, they'll look, they view a, a professional single-family leasing experience as very desirable. You know, I look back over the last 10 years, and, and that's it, you have lived a lifetime. I mean, the cycles that we have seen. And now it's interesting. We're, not, we're, we're past full circle. Interest rates single-family 30-year mortgages are at the highest level since 2009, five and a quarter percent. They finally got back to five and a quarter percent. So what does this mean for you? Does this make 
is this a challenge for you or does this make your 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 operation more more attractive well there's there's kind of two ways to talk about it first as a public REIT, we don't carry a lot of debt on our balance sheet generally speaking we're much more under levered than private investors so the debt, not that we don't pay attention to it, but it's just not as big of an so issue. So you're not hit by the higher interest rates? Not really. And we're, we're, we have an investment-grade balance sheet today, so we, we can issue debt when we need it and, to, and offer it to the public um, when the markets are open to us. But you know, more importantly, on the growth side, you know, we're going to participate in housing cycles all the time. Sometimes they're going to be going you know, crazy like they have been the last couple of years where the cost of everything seems to be going up largely driven by inflation and a lot of other factors. But we're also going to be in these times in the marketplace where your point debt, that's high, or maybe there's more supply. We would view that as additional growth opportunities for us. Um, we have a cost of capital that's pretty cheap as a public company. And we have insatiable demand for our product right now. There are so many people that want uh, the product that we offer. And so if we can find yeah. our spots and be, you know, opportunistic and accretive at the same time, we're certainly going to, Try to continue and to see that. That's what I would have thought with, with the higher interest rates, the cost of construction, and just the scarcity of product. Everybody tells me they want to buy a house, but they can't find a house. Yeah. That it would seem like it would drive more business your way. Maybe. I think that we'll have to see how that plays itself out. I mean, but you know this. We're, we're building right now. We have a partnership with Pulte Homes. We're building 7,500 homes you know, at our cost uh, to go out and bring new product into the marketplace. I think. That will continue to be an opportunity for us to continue to grow and find ways to do that. To your point, if we started to see an inundation of supply come into the marketplace, that should be good for a company like ours. But there's also so much pent-up demand to buy that if we had, it'll take a while, I think, for the market to have an oversupply challenge. Well, candidly, most economists would tell you we're between three and four million units undersupplied today. Yeah, and that's at a homeownership rate in the mid '60s. Uh, so. You know, the homeownership rate looks pretty healthy from my vantage point and things that I pay attention to. It's this higher cost of debt that naturally was going to come into You can't free money forever. We've had free money in the system for a long, long right, time. Right, right. So, so help me define again what, what your company is because now that you're deep enough into the cycle, you've got it up, you've got like 80,000 homes or something. So are you a home rental company or are you a rental – are you an investor – that is using cash flow from rentals while your your assets appreciate. At some point, you're going to sell the houses, right? Uh, you no, know, we sell a little bit every year, kind of normal asset management. We'll sell between a thousand or two thousand homes back into the marketplace uh, in a given year. But we are an, we are really two things. We are a provider of affordable housing at at a at a clip and a rate that is much more affordable than if you were to go and buy. We also want to be smart investors. We have shareholders that care about the product that we're buying and the services we provide. And so we try to find this, the right balance between finding ways to grow the value of our portfolio over time, but offering a service at a much reduced cost to the customer that creates a win-win proposition for folks over time. So we're not all that different from a mom and pop landlord in our intent, except that we can provide a tremendous amount of service and and quality care that that you can only do through scale being able to invest in your business so tell me about the markets that you're in right now you're in is it 16 markets we're in 16 markets primarily the sun belt in the southeast with a little bit of uh, coastal exposure uh in florida california and washington um we love the markets that we're in our average customer today is about 39 years old has a combined household income of around one hundred and thirty thousand dollars plus 
uh, and they're typically one to two children living in that home with those parents or partners. And they're trying to find a way to create quality housing decisions that typically center around school districts, you know, job transportation corridors and other amenities, um, very qualified renter. And they're looking for us. And this is based on all of our own feedback. We survey people as they come in. We survey people as they move out. We were in the home every six months doing pro care quality inspections, but they also want additional services. Some people want a landscape company to be provided. Some people want other insurances. Some people want gym memberships, even though we don't do that yet. We're starting to look at some of those gym kinds memberships. of things. Well, think about it. At the end of the day with 86,000 homes, we should be able to leverage the size of our platform yeah. to reduce the costs on some of these other categories for our customers. And so we're just getting into that kind of blue ocean space where what are the things that we can do that can be the most to our customers and help them drive down those kind of costs in their life. And I think that that's, that's a really kind of new frontier for where some of these professional companies can start to go over time. Well, you, and you've been through a whole lot of new frontier over the last decade. Uh, what have you learned? Have you learned anything that you can't do or a market that you don't want to be in? Well, I mean, look, we want to be where the rooftops are forming and the households are seeing, you know, some of the best demographic growth. And it's typically in the Sun Belt and the Southeast that we talked about. Um, I'm not, I think we have an ability over time to continue to create a bunch of great partnerships like the one that we have with Pulte Homes. I think we can look at, you know, even other categories, maybe down the road uh, that, that qualify under housing. And are there things that where we can leverage our expertise and the strength of our platform to provide value? We're doing more in our asset management and joint venture business. We've brought in other partners that are buying at different price points. We, we just recently announced um, a, a new pool of capital that's allowing us to buy homes between a half a million and a million dollars because there is a segment, and we know this from our own data, of customers that prefer to lease in that category, and they, they're, they're far overqualified to buy, but they choose not to. They want a leasing experience with a professional company. So a lot like the car business, it evolves over time. I think our business and the housing businesses and the choices that we have here in this country are continuing to evolve. And some people want choice and we want to be at the front end of figuring out what people want and being able to provide that service. You know, I, I guess the other good lesson to learn, and you guys did it right, is to start out with deep pockets. You've got some good partners. We had great partners when we were private. We have amazing shareholders as a public company today. And uh, we've been fortunate that our thesis has worked to your earliest point. I mean, we've, we have yeah. an amazing team here. They run a great business. They're focused on the resident and driving that experience to, you know, better and better profiles every year. So we still got work to do. We want to get better. We think there's a lot of upside in the business. That's a, a great, lot that we can continue to build upon. Great story. And again, congratulations on, uh, on, on your anniversary. Dallas Tanner is the co-founder of the CEO of Invitation Homes based in Dallas. Always good to have you with us. Thank you, sir. Thank you, David. Thanks for more of our conversation with us. Tatter, go to KRLD.com. Slash CEO, I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.